On today's show, money bills in the house, filibuster reform filibustered, and the wonderful world of Texas primaries. The toss-up will come to order for the session of January 21st, 2022. Anana Schreeder is today's speaker, except I'm going to be doing the first 20 seconds of the introduction because her audio in this section was so corrupted that she sounded like an evil gremlin. With that, we're going to recognize the House of Representatives. Howdy, Madam Speaker. The House didn't do very much this week in the general session, apart from awarding the Congressional Gold Medal to NHL player Willie O'Ree for being a pioneer for black hockey players in the sport. That award now pens President Biden's signature. Additionally, the January 6th committee is now in control of six pages of significant documents that former President Trump has been trying to keep from them for months after his appeal was denied by the Supreme Court late Wednesday. I'm going to hand it over to Prisha early today since there's another cool thing I'd like to talk about at the end of the podcast, so stick around for it. Thanks, Jackson. The House met for the first time in committees on Wednesday, which had the common theme of bills, bills, bills. And when I say that, I definitely mean money, money, money. The big meetings that were held this week discussed economic engagements from all different parts of the economy, like supply chain security, digital economic engagement, and the importance of economic engagement in the Indo-Pacific. Almost all the hearings yesterday, Thursday, were in regards to three Fs. FEMA, Vitara, and the future. The House Homeland Security Committee went to met to go over the Federal Emergency Management Agency's ability to employ full-time workers during the uh, during times of crisis and address how changes would be made in the future. The House Oversight and Reform Committee met to go over FITARA, F-I-T-A-R-A, which is the Federal Information Technology Reform Act. It was passed in 2014 and was the first overhaul of federal information uh, technology in 20 years. Specifically, the committee met to discuss how FITARA's scorecard has allowed for Congress to hold federal agencies accountable for implementing basic and fundamental IT practices and processes that improve the operation of the federal government. A proposed FITARA 13.0 will work to better the scorecard for its uses by Congress and other entities, and it was discussed during the meeting. And lastly, the House Foreign Affairs Committee met to discuss the United States' role in Costa Rica, the Dominican Republic, and Panama in the future, and the alliance between the countries currently. Back to you, Madam Speaker. The chair now recognizes the Senate, who is also the chair for today. Although there were some small meetings and small committees this week, the major news broke on Wednesday with the vote on voting rights. Democrats suffered a major defeat in their efforts to pass voting rights and filibuster change legislation, which was a key vote that they hoped to pass as midterms are just around the corner. Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema voted against party lines, maintaining their opposition to the legislation and ultimately leading to its demise. Although most Senate Democrats were more than disappointed by the decision, several groups, including the Congressional Black Caucus, stated they would continue to fight for the bill to be passed. Senator McConnell stated that, quote, today was a very successful day, unquote, and congratulated both Manchin and Cinema for their courage. The chair now recognizes the Texas legislature, which is, yet again, the chair. Now, there hasn't been too much new news on the Texas legislature front. We've mainly seen reactions to previously established laws. For example, several transgender athletes have come out to say that they will no longer be participating in school sports. This is a direct result of House Bill 25, which states that athletes must play on teams that align with the gender they were assigned at birth. Now, in other news, the primaries will be held soon, and the new voting bill has severely restricted those who can vote. A large portion of applications for mail-in ballots are being rejected due to the state's new identification requirements. 
Absentee voters must include their driver's license number or state ID number, or if they don't have either, the last four digits of their social security number on their applications. If they don't have any of these IDs, voters can indicate that they have not been issued that identification. However, there's been a lot of backlog and a lot of applications have been rejected on these grounds. As a reminder, if you plan to vote in the primaries, you must be registered to vote by January 31st. Now on, here's Jackson with more on the primaries. Thanks again, Madam Speaker. And well, everybody, the primary season is on us again, this time electing the candidates that will be on the ballot for the 2022 midterms. The last day to register to vote on February 25th, just like Ananya mentioned, is January 31st. So make sure you're registered by then. What's going to be on the ballot? Pretty much everybody except the U.S. Senators. So that's your U.S. House representatives, your Texas House representatives, education agency board members, and definitely your Texas Senator. Now this year is special in Texas because it is a year ending in two. Now that means that this year only, every seat in the Texas Senate is up for election, as opposed to half of them normally. On the executive side of government, up for election are the governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, land commissioner, agricultural commissioner, comptroller, which is the guy who collects your taxes and therefore has way too cool of a name for his job, and one of three seats on the railroad commission, which has absolutely nothing to do with railroads, but rather oil and gas and that kind of thing. Now about the primaries themselves, Texas is rather unique in the U.S. by following the opening open primary system, which means that you can vote in either primary you want, no matter which party you identify with, but you can't vote in both, sorry. Remember that the primary does not pick the actual election winners, it picks the people that the party is going to put forth in November's general election. That means you can be a little bit strategic in how you vote, possibly going over to the other party's voting booth to show whom you support on that side of the aisle. So as an example, let's say that you generally vote Republican, but you happen to think that Beto O'Rourke is a beautiful man and might want to vote for him in November and then for the Republicans for other offices. That probably wouldn't take place, but just as a hypothetical, that's what we'll posit here. In that case, you might want to go over and vote in the Democratic primary instead of and instead to try and get Beto on the ballot so you can decide whether to actually vote for him in November. So it's kind of an interesting first round to help choose whom the parties put out into the chaos of the actual election. We'll be covering the candidates for statewide offices as the primary heats up, but for more localized races, go over and check out Ballotpedia.org, where you can tell it where you live, and it'll tell you who's running for what and what they stand for. Be ready to vote to vote wisely, but above all, be ready to vote. Go register to vote at your local government thing, probably the post office is the easiest place to go, and make sure to do that by the 31st. Good luck! That's everything for today, folks. Join us next Friday right here on The Toss-Up as we batten down the hatches for a potential Snowmageddon 2.0. Until next time, The Toss-Up stands adjourned until January 28th. Our clerks of research for this episode were Ananya Schreeder, Donovan Douglas, Prisha Singh, and Jackson Keith. This episode was edited with a little bit of difficulty by Jackson Keith. I was actually serious when I was saying that gremlin thing. Here's a little bit if you want to listen to it. On today's, on today's episode, episode money, bills, money bills in the house. Don't think we need to hear any more of that. Okay, bye.